welcome to the Center Renaissance. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. Wow, it's good to be back. It is so good to be back. If you would have told me that I was going to start 2022 with no coffee, with no bourbon, and with <laughs> antibodies, I would have told you that you are insane. But alas, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Ringing in the new year with some fresh antibodies, <laughs> fresh perspective. Oh, yes, perspective. You know, um, I am so pumped about the next, or our beginning, our, our first podcast for the year. Yes. Because, you know, of course, I, don't, I do not set resolutions because what's the point? Right. But I do love to set an intention and a new perspective. And I think a great way to start out the year is always figuring out some healthy ways to go into the new year. And 2 Timothy 1.7 just has struck a chord with me. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Amen? Amen. That self-control. I'm working on that. Mm. I mean, obviously, with no coffee, no bourbon. Hello. I mean, can I get a whoop whoop for all the people pleasers out there? What, what? You know you're out there, friends, because I hear from you. And yes. you're like, how do you live your life so free? And I was like, oh, well, it's a special little button called I don't give a beep button. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am a recovering people pleaser. Yes, she is. I am. And it's one of the things that I struggled with a lot earlier in my life. And I mean, here's the thing. When you have an issue, it will always flare up when you are not, when you're worn out, when you're yes. stressed out, when you're not taking time to be with the Lord. And so it's always good to revisit these things. And so today we kind of want to spend some time talking about how we don't need to spend our year people pleasing. Yeah, girl. Because when we do, we miss Jesus. And it sucks the life out of you and you're angry and then your family suffers and you suffer. And then you're wondering who Jesus is and why you're on this planet. But when we are focused on Jesus, everything just falls into place. It is this strength that you have. It's an inner strength and it's it's a certain amount of confidence. It's God confidence because yes. you know you are operating where you're supposed to be. It's something that is hard to really explain, right? Yes. I think what we do as people pleasers and especially as women, we get into a rut and we fall into the trap of being afraid of letting people down. Right. We afraid of people not liking us. Mm -hmm. We worry about our image as a mom, as a wife, as a family, as a businesswoman, as whatever, a ministry leader, whatever you do. Um, may, you know, like <laughs> I even like to get the best parking spaces when I go in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I won the game. <laughs> I mean, like oh what? Oh my gosh, seriously? Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, so see, when I park, I actually have to find a spot where I can back into, and I almost think it's like a, so oh I can gosh. escape faster. My like, husband backs into all of them. Yes, I have to back in. I want to be able to gun it and get out. And also, like, if someone's about, I'm going to run you over. If there's a crisis, y'all, I'm ready. This is so funny because I always give my husband a hard time for that, but he says it's so much easier to park a truck when you back in, which I don't know because I don't drive a truck because I would crash into everything. But yours is almost as big as a truck. And Matt, I am with you, dear. But we were at a hotel down in Georgia over after the holidays and he got a ticket 
for backing the truck into the parking space and the parking deck. I mean, we didn't, it was like a warning. Yes. We were only there for one night, but I was like, what is even the point of not, of giving someone a ticket? Okay. We digress, but whatever. <laughs> so we want to talk about some of behaviors that we fall into as people pleasers and as kind of living in that fear of letting people down and our image and all those things and people liking us or not liking us just to bring them to mind. So you can think about them as you start your new year with a clean slate, hopefully. And honestly, remember y'all, when we are talking about these things, we're talking to ourselves. Totally. And we think that possibly someone else might gain from it, but normally it's a lesson for us. Yeah. Please, please say I'm not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) So I think uh, one, uh, we help without being asked sometimes. Ooh. Mm. So we help too much, you know, like, like, um, I think I definitely used to fall into the trap of thinking that I needed to be available to everyone and help everyone, um, basically for affirmation to feel useful. And if I'm useful, then that means I'm important. And I think that there are lots of reasons that we can do this, but when we just, put ourselves in there not only are we not stopping to listen to what the holy spirit is telling us to do but we just insert ourselves into something we may not need to be in the middle of and you might be good at it but also god might have somebody else for that job and then you just got in the way yeah and so one of my things this year is like i'm gonna ask do you do you just want me to listen or would you like for me to offer you advice because i'm a quick fixer I I can go straight to the answer for you, but giving someone the answer without letting them go through the actual thought and work and prayer to come to the conclusion themselves isn't always helpful. But I will say like, for me, like, let's just go ahead and say it. I will always take your advice for the rest of the year. Okay. So don't like, think you have to ask me. Like, yes, I need your advice. Disclaimer. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Yes. So you know, maybe ask, how can I help you? Is there a way I can help you this week? Sometimes people, let's be honest, sometimes people are in a crisis situation and so overwhelmed, there is no possible way that they can think of a way to tell you to help them. They do not even have the mental capacity. They are so overwhelmed. That is when the Holy Spirit speaks to you and you just, you kick in and you drop something off at the door, right? Um, I think sometimes, number two, We can avoid giving of our time, giving of ourselves, of our mental capacity, um, just to earn the approval of others. Yes, I think it is always important to take a little bit of time to know why you're doing something. Mm -hmm. Like really, it takes a lot of self-reflection and honestly, y'all, self-reflection is so uncomfortable. Oh, it sucks. (laughs) Um, but, but it's so good. <laughs> it's so good because slowly you will start discarding all the things that weren't meant for you. And there's so much freedom in that. Yes. I think it's all about your intentions, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I had a conversation with someone very close to me recently and I was talking to my counselor and I was like, so I really prayed about this. I was just, you know, but it was a lot of truth, but I did it, you know, and he, I said, but is that Okay. <laughs> I just needed a little encouragement and affirmation. And, you know, he said to me, he was like, you you spoke the truth in love, Mm -hmm. out of love, not to get a jab in, not to prove you were right. 
and for no other reason than to better your relationship. And it was all those things. So my intentions were so pure in speaking this truth. He was like, that's exactly the way we do it. Now, do I always do it that way? No, <laughs> because anger gets in the way or yes. I haven't been in contact with the Holy Spirit about this. But, you know, giving is a wonderful thing and it makes us feel good to do it. But especially if you are a people pleaser, sometimes we can give too much. Yeah. For people's because we're really seeking approval mm. instead of getting our approval and our love and our you know worth from the Lord we are looking to other people and they can never fulfill that in us so I love that number one you just gave them free advice like from the counselor so thank you counselor yes that's the ripple effect um, but also you gave us a great um, narrative to run through when we're questioning if we have the right frame of mind or heart when we're doing something I love that Yes. Uh, it is not easy. No, it never It had is. taken a while. <laughs> right? See, we're learning, y'all. This is mentorship at its best. She has gone through the war and the battle, and we get to glean some of the benefits. Oh, gosh. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Sometimes I do feel worn tattered. <laughs> yes. Um, I think three, we say yes when we should say no. I mean, I'm in the middle of that right now, right? Where I've said no, but... And I know that that's the Holy Spirit telling me to say no, but I'm still getting so much pressure to say yes. And I'm feeling guilty. And the only reason I would say change it from my no to a yes is out of guilt and people pleasing. Girl, that is so good. Because yes, in the moment, we can decide that we're going to be these strong, confident, um, you know, powerful people that say no because we know it's not right. But then when given a little bit of pressure... We cave and our narrative in our head starts to change. Well, maybe I could just do it for a little bit. Or maybe I can just help out in this little way. But that, that is not where you're supposed to be. God's already given you the direct answer. And now you have to be strong enough and confident in who you are and what God has told you to hold that boundary. Yeah, I think people also see that in us. And sometimes they can take advantage of that. Yes. Um when we haven't made it clear and we just need to give ourselves plenty of room and time and space for the Lord and prayer and thought and listening to that Holy Spirit to say and be certain of the no's and then to hold fast to them. Yeah. And you know, I love what you're saying right now because you know, all of these things that you've spoken about so far require some white space, which means extra space in your schedule to spend some quiet time with God. Now it doesn't have to be hours, but even if it's 10 or 15 minutes a day where you've written down some of the challenges or some of the things that you're wondering, so you can go back to those and think about them in a quiet time when no one else is vying for your attention and you can hear from God. But if you don't have any space in your day to hear from God, I, you know, I don't know how you're, managing honestly I mean you you're managing but that's probably when you're making all these oops I shouldn't have said yes or right you know, yeah and I think you know when we feel guilty about saying no we should actually celebrate because that's a sign to us that's an indicator that we are actually taking care of we're listening to the Lord we're taking care of our own needs in front or over someone else's not in a selfish way but in a self-care way. Yes. And that is crucial. This is my year of self-care. 
by the way. Girl, it is much needed because I see it you on. give all the time. <laughs> well, I think we all do, right? As women, we are just givers because that truly is part of the nature, you know, man and woman, both made in God's image. And I think the giving and the nurturing side of God was given to women. So I think the next thing, really the, the fourth thing is don't apologize for everything. What do you mean by that? Like don't apologize for saying no, or don't apologize for we're the way you are, or... I think we're so quick to, I've, you know, I started taking note of this a long time ago, but if I'm in the grocery store and someone and I are going the same way, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Why, why am I sorry? It was just, we both turned, we were both, nobody's at, it's nobody's fault. Yeah. And I think we quickly fall into saying, I'm sorry for things that it kind of, it's like when you just say, oh, I love that shirt. I love this. It takes away from the actual meaning yes. of the word love when you want to use it for someone. Like, I love you. You are an incredible person. But when we're just always like, oh, I just love, love, love. And, right. and I'm guilty of that. Um, but it takes away from the incredible deep meaning of the word. And I think we do the same thing with the word, I'm sorry. Right. Like, I'm so sorry I can't do that for you. No, I'm really not. I'm, really I'm not. not sorry. I'm relieved, actually. <laughs> I'm relieved or I, you know, the Lord told me not to. Like, dude, I'm, see, I'm about to say, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, but we take away for when those times that we really mean when I need to come to you and say, I'm sorry that I wasn't there for you. Right. Will you forgive me for that? Right. And that's when that word really has so much power, but not if we're overusing it. Right. But you can say, sorry, not sorry. Sucks to be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we need one of those little horns. You know, the little horns. So like yeah. when you turn the wrong way with it, you squeak it in your purse. Hey. Like yeah. Hey. I mean, we just, I, I just think like make that a project this week for yourself. Because when I start, when I did that like years ago, I mean, it was probably a decade ago when I started thinking about it and I need to do it again. Be intentional and pay attention to how many times you say, I'm sorry, during yes. the day. Yeah. Just, it, it, it will shock you. It will shock you. Just. What word can we use instead of I'm sorry? Hmm. Because hmm. if you're not sorry, what are you? Just, excuse me. Yes. Or, hmm. uh, I don't know. That's a good one. Hey, list it. Yeah. Tell us what you would say <laughs> in place of I'm sorry. Or, you know, when you accidentally run into somebody with your card. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry about that. That's right. <laughs> See? Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Um, I think also we need to avoid the temptation to pack our schedules. Because we, people pleasers, don't prioritize. Me time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Year of self-care, people. Um, this is not about being selfish. I actually looked at someone the other day that I'm very close to. I wouldn't say this to a stranger. <laughs> and they know my heart. But I said, you, I love you so much. But you absolutely suck at self-care. I need you to love yourself. Enough. Enough. As much as God loves you, as much as I love you, like I can't love you for you. I need you to love yourself enough to care for yourself. Not, this isn't selfish. This is 
caring for the body that is the temple of the Lord. I mean, I love that you're saying that because when I think about um, some of us that would have a problem doing something for ourselves, don't do it for quote unquote you then do it for your child that's watching. You want to teach your child because you don't want your child to be in the same rut that you're in or your niece or your friends. You know, there's another generation watching us so we can leave a great legacy because, you know, our parents we're definitely not allowed. We've talked about before. They're not Ooh, to talk yeah. about any issues going on. They're not allowed to talk about being tired. They better love their every existence. They're very existent. If they don't love it, they better suck it up and pretend they do because it... Oh, Melissa, that's beautiful. So, I mean, what an incredible legacy yes. to give to our children and those around us. Other moms, other neighbors, coworkers. Yes, It's not teaching. just for us. It's also for our spouses. Yes. Holy cow, I'm a better person when I'm not all frazzled to the ends of my... Right. right? So I'm reading this book called Sacred Rest. Now, Allison read it last year and um, I picked it up again. And y'all, this is what I read this morning. Um, Didn't even realize we're going to be talking about this, but it's um, cessation, C-E-S-S-A-T-I-O-N. I I had to look it up. It means cease to stop doing. Um, And it says, um, when you receive the gift of cessation, you've decided you don't need to justify your existence through pointless activities, and you can delight and rest. Mm. And I feel like I was in a point of striving and trying to prove myself for many years. Um, Even though I'm not a people pleaser, it wasn't about pleasing other people. It was about proving, right? Right. And so it feels really good to not have to do any of that anymore. But that really comes from um, another quote that I I saw today, and it says... um, satisfaction in life arises from knowing you are where you belong Mm. discontented people strive to become somewhere else or someone else yes and that would explain what i was and i think that's a beautiful word you're either trying to prove yourself or you're trying to please others Mm -hmm. right um our last thing is when we're people pleasing and trying to prove ourselves as this person, this perfect person or whatever it is, we avoid disagreements and conflict. Also, we avoid disagreements and conflicts because, because anger is like, if someone's angry at us, then they're disapproving of us and we don't want anybody's disapproval. Right. We want everybody to be happy. We want them to have like think so many great things about us. And if they're angry at us, it's like, I have failed at pleasing them, at proving myself to them. And then we rush. This goes back to the apologizing. Like we rush to apologize and do whatever it takes to make them happy, even when they may not even be angry at us. Right. They have no idea. They've moved on. And that um, I hear this a lot in people please pleasing people where they will project their own thoughts and feelings about a situation onto the other person. And that other person is not thinking that or totally clueless. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And so I think even in that time, we're talking about the space that you're, you need to give yourself, even if it's 15 minutes a day in the morning and 15 minutes a day after dinner, um, is reflecting on patterns that you might have mm-hmm. where you're projecting your own emotions and feelings into someone else's um, 
conversation or response and to I, you. I think we need to sit in that discomfort sometimes. Just like I used to run from stillness and quiet and meditation. Now I strive and seek it out um, through practice and discipline. But we need to sit in that discomfort sometimes. And that someone may be upset or we're not sure. And don't rush to fix it or volunteer to help it or resolve it. Just let it sit. And then specifically, I mean, this is where our journal would be a great way to start the year. Um, Sit in those truths of who you are. So this year, my breath prayer is God, stay close. Mm, And he's always close. But that's really like about me remembering that he's close, right? Just God, stay close. Don't allow me to look to other people mm-hmm. for my satisfaction, for my worth, for my value. Don't let me look to situations or opportunities. Just let me look to you because you are the only one who yes. can do these things for me, who can give me complete enlightenment, complete fulfillment, complete just peace and glory mm-hmm. and fill me up. Just that sustenance that can come from nowhere else. I love that. And I, you know, I had a really tough year last year. We both did. Um, I had a really, really hard year. Uh, I don't even have the energy to blog about it right now. And you know what? Melissa, a year ago, would have felt like I had to bust out a 400-word blog. But y'all, I don't even care. Like, we'll get to that when we do. And if we don't, well, what meant to be? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Don't you love this? Freedom. It is so freeing. But, you know, I spent a lot of time... um, looking at a big pro I could look at a big problem or I could look at God who and who he was and decide where I wanted to keep my focus. And the only way I made it through so many things was looking at who God is, who he says I am. And I mean, I'm not going to say I skated through the year. I survived. (laughs) It doesn't mean it's easy peasy. Okay, people, but it does make it so much more attainable and sustainable. Yeah. When you know where your strength and your power and your peace comes from. So our prayer for you as we begin this year um, is don't don't spend this year doing all the things for all the people just for approval, just to make everybody else happy because you're going to miss Jesus. Right. So what are we going to do? We're going to pause before we say yes. Yeah. We're not going to try to earn people's approval by jumping in, by helping without being asked, by saying yes when we should have said no, by apologizing for everything, the smallest and the biggest. We're not going to avoid disagreements and conflicts. I mean, we're not going to jump into a fight and beat people up, but we're not going to avoid it because so much truth and healing comes from sitting in that and revelation that, oh my gosh, they didn't even think I've thought this way. They never even thought that way. And we're not going to pack our schedules. No. To run from things or to make ourselves look important in, because we're, quote, busy all the time. That's not what makes us important. We're going to do some self-care. We are going to keep our eyes on Jesus, and we are going to grow more intimately in our relationship with him and look for our confidence in him. Mm, yes, girl. And you know what? We actually, um, I want to say we're behind, but we're not behind. We're right on time. Because it wasn't meant that we were going to record sooner than we're recording right now. <laughs> um, because we both were hanging out in quarantine um, separately, Facts. but whatever. We could have been together, I guess. We should have been together, <laughs> but we were too sick to get to each other's house. <laughs> um, we have our journal, which is an amazing resource 
to really get you started. Number one, in a daily quiet time, but a small one, like 10 minutes mm -hmm. maybe, um, to really get your foundation of who you are in Christ, who God says you are, right? Um, and then we have a little announcement. We're going to be joining um, a local ministry, Knowing God Ministries, on March 5th. They have this wonderful annual conference. It's a women's conference right here in the area. It's called the One Woman Conference. And we are your party hosts, as we like to say. There are some amazing speakers coming. Um, if you're looking for a day to be refreshed and energized uh, and get your mind focused yeah. and just be around people that are going to encourage you to go in the direction of God, right? Instead of away from it. Um, that might be a great thing for you to check out. Grab your girlfriends. Um, it's a great time. I've been the past couple of years, so I highly recommend that as well. So, yeah, so many things to look forward to. And look, this is the first one of the year, and it's kind of setting those expectations. But we know that sometimes in life, we, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they call us to step out and to love on people. We don't say no to everything. We right. know that we say yes. So next week, we're going to talk about like how do we give people the emotional and spiritual and whatever support without completely tapping ourselves out and draining us so that there's nothing left. We're going yes. to talk about that because we, we are called to be the hands and feet of Jesus and love on people. So yes. stay tuned. Thanks for joining us this year. We're looking forward to a great year in 2022. Woo 2022, let's do this.